Hello there, and welcome back to the Change and Evolve letter with special issue number 27. I am back. A bit silly to state the obvious, I guess, but the time out I took was really very necessary as the past years, not only the past two and a half, have left me in a bit of turmoil. And I'm certainly not claiming to have everything sorted out quite yet, and perhaps I never will. It's that little something called life that is constantly happening and changing. But some of the turmoil has been tended to, and I do feel so much more like myself again. And with this comes back the want to write and to share. So now that's been said, let's just get to it. I think by now we all know why most politicians still support and spout this absurd narrative of the past two and a half years. Essentially, I keep saying it, you just need to follow the money. But there is one person in Germany who I'm really convinced actually believes that nonsense that he utters. For me, there's no other way to explain what he's doing. I'm, of course, talking about um, the very confused Karl Lauterbach, the German Minister of Health, who was ill with corona. In other words, the tosser had a cold and still considered it necessary to continue speaking out in public. And after the perfidious announcement that, as of October, only those whose jabs are no more than three months old are considered to be fully vaccinated, ergo, in future, one should have a booster every three months. Something which I consider not only to be hideous, but also dangerous. And let's face it, what doctor with even a shred of professional ethics would vaccinate a patient every three months? Any doctor who would even consider doing this should have his or her license immediately revoked. But of course, that's not enough. This is accompanied by the announcement that as of October 1st, the German federal states can reintroduce the obligation to wear masks indoors, irrespective of the incidence. So it's completely arbitrary. So only freshly boosted people will be allowed in restaurants, bars, cinemas, etc., without those disgusting face nappies. And of course, Mr. Lauterbach also has a glorious idea as of how to distinguish between the freshly vaccinated and, well, in his eyes, the freshly unvaccinated. Surprisingly, he does without the armband, which I'm sure many have thought of now. But his idea is even more glorious because he proposes that the notorious Corona app, well, the beginning, obviously, of a digital ID, which apparently con contains the vaccination status, should have a different colour than before. So far, it seems to be blue, and he proposes that the app for the newly boosted should be green. Now, isn't that very reminiscent of China's social credit system? Essentially, it's just another step to get us used to the colour scheme and the totalitarian digital control.
And the obligation to wear masks will then apply not only in restaurants, bars, etc., but also in public transport and in schools from fifth grade onwards. In other words, our children will continue to be traumatized and made deliberately ill. I realize as I'm specifically referring to the situation in Germany, many in other places may find this irrelevant. But as Germany is often a pioneer, especially when it comes to obedience, so not in a good sense, you can most certainly imagine what will spill over to other countries in no time. But in, in, in some way, I'm almost pleased, well, okay, perhaps it's not an ideal choice of words um, with this development, and I will share with you why. My hope is, and I do pray that my hope is justified, that the more absurd and blatant the planned measures become for autumn and winter, the more people will begin to wake up and hopefully, well, fight back, think for themselves again, and at least begin to question what is happening around them. Well, admittedly, most people have already become so accustomed to the, well, absurdities that their tolerance threshold is unfortunately very, very high. Accordingly, Lauterbach is perhaps exactly what people need to finally shake off this horrific mass psychosis. And when autumn comes and people no longer know how to heat their flats and houses, the basics ne basic needs will be at stake. And I believe then at the latest people will have to see what is happening. People are in for hefty rent increases and residential service charges are about to almost triple, which will make housing even more unaffordable than it already is in many places. Well, all of this is, of course, artificially generated and absolutely avoidable. We're being taken for fools with the lies about the Ukraine war and its consequences, about COVID, as well as the always looming climate change with the intention to bring people to their knees. It really appears that the world is to be plunged into absolute chaos so that, and I very deliberately call them terrorist organizations, that might sound harsh, but if you consider the following definition of terrorism, the unlawful use of force or violence against persons or property in order to coerce or intimidate a government, here it comes, or the civilian population in furtherance of political or social objectives. And this concerns the unelected WEF, the World Economic Forum, or the WHO, the World Health Organization, because they can then step in as the great saviors and finally implement their reset, since I guess no great resistance is then to be expected. And here is um, a small video of my special friend, Klaus Schwab, which you should really listen to. And I know for some this may sound absolutely mad, absurd, or like the newest conspiracy theory, 
But please do me a favor and think back just three years and look at what has happened in the world since then and how quickly our lives have changed and certainly in no way for the better. I don't remember who it was, but someone recently said that we urgently need new conspiracy theories as the old ones have all come true. So now governments have a pretty good grip on our health. Our finances are being restricted already. Why don't you go check with your bank how much cash you can withdraw without questioning of your own personal money or where you can actually still pay in cash? And our food supplies are the next big target. That, of course, will be under the cover of the so-called climate change. And if they do get the control over our food and energy supplies, they have the power over literally everything. Well, that was just a short roundup after my time of absence. And of course, as always, no one has to agree with my views on the situation. And I am very happy to have an open and respectful discussion with anyone at any time. I am back. My song of the day is a little more than that. It is Fragile by Sting from his concert he gave in Warsaw on July 30th of this year with his short speech on his view on democracy and the war in Ukraine. I find it's really well spoken. And of course, you can find that song on the Spotify playlist um, where you can find all of the songs of every change and evolve letter. And as a poem of the day, I chose a very well-known poem by Robert Frost, who lived from 1874 to 1963. And it is his poem, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveller, long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves, no step had trodden, trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less travelled by, and that has made all the difference. And my impression is, well, it's from a really fabulous family time um, and quality time at my daughter's graduation in Brighton at the end of July. And um, I'm glad something I didn't have to miss. So what's left to do, as always, is to wish you a wonderful day wherever you are. And of course, I do look forward to your comments and your feedback. And I would also like to thank you all for staying with me during my time of absence. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>